Hey, hey, friends. This is Jessie DeShane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. Today on the show, we have Rachel Barber. Thank you so much for being on today, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to jump in to your story, and you can like just tell us all about you, a little bit about your story, and then we can kind of dive into it. All right. Um, so hi, guys. My name is Rachel Barber. I'm 28. I live in San Diego, California, and I'm a holistic healing expert. Um, I got into holistic healing of chronic illness and chronic symptoms because I myself was actually chronically ill for six years of my life. Um, I had a whole host of things going on. I had like fibromyalgia, um, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. I had something called mitochondrial dysfunction. Um, I had all of like the random symptoms that (laughs) most of you guys probably have that are just like unexplainable, like fatigue, extreme sensitivities to foods and chemicals. I actually got down to, I was only able to eat seven foods at one point for like years at a time. Um, That's so crazy. It was, it was it was horrific. Um, and that was like, so six years of my life, I dealt with that. And, you know, I tried healing myself. I went to, I did all of it, you know, went to all the different doctors, tried acupuncture, tried like all kinds of different sorts of therapies and like healing protocols and diets and like nothing was working. Mm -hmm. Um, And so finally, what ended up happening was I learned about self-healing. I learned about the concept of self-healing through a doctor that I had. um, I took out a, I took out a loan actually to work with her because I felt like she was like my last hope. So I take out this loan to work with this doctor and she was basically like, I can't help you. I don't know what to do with you. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, your labs are the worst I've ever seen. And I don't know how to help you. She was like, so um, look into this thing called like brain rewiring and Mm self-healing. And so I went home and I was depressed for about like three months, like literally just gave up on myself because I was like, well, my last hope can't help me. Um, But then I decided to look into it um, and learned all about self-healing through like mind, body and soul. And I was Mm -hmm. actually able to heal myself within six months. Um, My gosh. Yeah. So now I like full time, just share online, like all kinds of free content and run programs and teach people how to self heal, Mm -hmm. um, using the blueprint that I use to heal myself. That's, that's crazy. There's so many little parts that I want to jump into. So I'm like trying to get my mind to focus, but like my first question for you is, um, I feel like we, I've talked a little bit on the podcast about like fibromyalgia, SIBO a little bit, and then, but the mitochondrial dysfunction, know nothing about it. Can you just, just for people that are listening that haven't heard of these, like, I know that you dealt with more than just the three, but those three kind of give like a quick synopsis of what those even are. 
Okay. Yeah. So fibromyalgia is just like, it's, it's dealing with a like chronic pain within the body. They, they, uh, they don't know a ton about it, honestly, but they mm. think it probably comes from your nerves. Um, and it just means you're going to have like lots of chronic pain throughout your body the majority of the time. Yeah. Um, SIBO is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. So that's just like a, basically an overgrowth of bacteria um, in the intestines, which can cause a lot of like horrific symptoms, like constipation, diarrhea, like a mix of the two, um, like lots of like bloating. I looked like I was pregnant for Mm. years of my life. Like it was, it was bad. Um, and it caused just like a lot of digestive distress and pain and like burping and like all kinds of ugly, nasty symptoms. Um, and then mitochondrial dysfunction is, so the mitochondria are like the powerhouse of your cells. Mm -hmm. So they are basically what keeps your body like running and giving it energy to live. Mm -hmm. So mine, since mine were dysfunctioning, that basically meant like my body, um, was struggling to like create energy to even like live on a daily basis. So like, um, with that, you get like extreme chronic fatigue, but then eventually with mitochondrial dysfunction, what can happen is like your systems can start shutting down because you don't have like the, the energy to keep your body going. So like, for instance, my hormone system had to like completely shut down and I had the hormones of a postmenopausal like 80 year old woman in my twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was insane. I like got goosebumps as you were saying that. I was like, I can't even I can't even imagine that. So you're dealing with like all of these awful symptoms. I had been diagnosed with SIBO, so I know a little bit about that. Mm. It was a misdiagnosis, but I had a lot of the symptoms of SIBO. Yeah, yeah, that like pregnant, like descended belly (laughs) and like the oh my god, so many things. It's just like So you're dealing with pain, you're dealing with extreme fatigue, you're dealing with extreme hormonal stuff. Like how, how did you even wrap your mind around self-healing? Like what did you do first? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't for a while for those first three months, I was like, like, screw this. Like (laughs) I give up. I'm just going to rot in my bed and die, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I was just sitting there one day and I was like, you know what? Like you've tried everything, Rachel. You've tried everything. Like if you're going to rot and die, like why not just give this one more shot? Like it's not going to yeah. hurt. Yeah. And so I started researching about brain rewiring online mm-hmm. and started there are different there are different um like programs that were offered at the time. Um and so like I just started looking into several of them and kind of learning like what they are, how it works. And then I created my own like system to mm-hmm. start rewiring my own brain. And then along with that, I was like intuitively led to all of the different things I also needed to heal. Like I learned how to heal my past traumas. Um, mm-hmm. I learned how to like shift um, my thoughts and emotions and beliefs into like ones that would promote healing. I also learned like the law of attraction. Mm. Um, and I learned how to like really deeply connect with my intuition and my higher self so that I could like tap in and get the guidance I needed. Because what I didn't realize and what most people don't realize is that everything we need to heal is actually inside us. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how to get to it. And so I used all of these different tools to like basically tap into my own like ability to heal myself. Yeah. That's so like, that's so inspiring. And I feel like it's a, it's a, 
it's a side that people are afraid to tap into. Like people are afraid of this or they're so conditioned to like not believe in the quote unquote woo woo stuff. You know, like I hate, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like for me, I haven't followed any type of protocol, but like just to to talk to what you're saying, like when I really started like shifting the way that I would think about something or the day that I decided that I was grateful for my autoimmune disease, <laughs> like my whole life changed, like because mm-hmm. I just saw it in a different way. And it's crazy how these things that people, you know, classify as like woo woo or, um, I don't know. They, I just feel like they don't see how important it actually is. Yeah. And it's true. And most of these people too, haven't ever tried it. Cause Mm. I remember when I was sick, I actually had someone come to me. I had a family member come to me and say like, Hey, like, I think your emotions, like a lot of your emotions are like connected with the symptoms you're experiencing. And if you work on these like emotions and thought patterns, it will help you heal. And I was like, okay. Like, and I did <laughs> not take them seriously at all. And now I'm like, oh my God, like, what was I thinking? Like I had answers coming at me and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. So are there like, um, are there like daily practices that you, that are really important in your life or rituals or things that kind of keep you in that higher state? Yeah. So like the whole six months I was healing, I had a lot of daily like little rituals I would do. Like I would do like an hour of brain rewiring every day Mm. um, with like lots of like future visualizations of like me being healthy and healed. I would do like a gratitude practice every day. Um, And like, I would make sure also every day to like elevate my emotions as much as possible. So when I was healing, like all the time, every single day, I made sure like I was either like watching a funny movie or listening to like mm-hmm. stand up comedy online or something so, just to get my emotions elevated because it's so healing. The happiness and laughter and positive emotions are so healing. Um, now that I, after I healed myself, so I did that for about six months and then I was like, wow, I'm healed now. Like, so now what? And so what I did is I stopped doing like the daily brain rewiring and all of that. And now I just have like a daily meditation practice that I do. Um, and also I still have like a gratitude practice and all of that, but now I don't have to do such like I don't have to do so much work on myself Mm -hmm. every day because that six months I set like a really good, like, um, foundation for myself. So now like, it's easy for me to stay in like an elevated emotion most of the time. And I don't have to do a ton of work to keep myself there other than like, you know, some gratitude and meditation typically. Yeah. Because you've done the work and you've kind of gotten yourself into this higher state. So it's easier to stay there. It's harder when you're down in this Mm -hmm. low state to be able to like get yourself back up for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's why that six months of like consistency was really great because it pushed me out of that low state into this elevated state. And then it taught my brain, like, this is our new norm. This Mm -hmm. is where we need to stay. And Mm -hmm. so now it's natural for me to stay in that state. Yeah. Can you explain just, I mean, you've, you've kind of explained about like, what is brain rewiring for someone that's never heard that term before? Yeah. So, so basically our brains are sending signals to our body constantly, right? So like for us, for our hearts to breathe, for our lungs 
I mean, our hearts to beat, for our lungs to breathe, yeah. for us to feel hunger, to feel sleepy, etc. So our brains are also sending signals to our body for us to experience all the symptoms that we experience on a daily basis. So with brain rewiring, what you can do is you're basically, you're teaching your brain how to create new neural pathways. Mm-hmm. So instead of going down an old neural pathway where it would send like a signal of a symptom to your body, if you like over-exercised or if you ate a certain food or something, you can teach your brain to stop going down those neural pathways and instead go down a neural pathway where it sends signals of healing to the body rather than signals of like symptoms and illness to the body. I feel like that, like that just sounds amazing. Like I've heard so much about this and I feel like I personally have done it kind of accidentally, like pieces of it, um, but nothing like deep, deep dive into it for sure. Because I think, like I said, it's, it's really hard to kind of get out of that like lower state and kind of, it takes like, it, like this brain rewiring, I'm assuming doesn't happen overnight. You're not like, okay, I'm going to now start like liking this versus this tomorrow. I will feel the same. Like, I'm sure it's like a lot more work than that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. It's like repetition, a lot of like repetition and consistency. And with that, that's when your brain starts to go, oh, like, these are new patterns. Like this is how we should be thinking. These are the signal signals we should be sending, mm-hmm. but it definitely takes like time for your brain to like get it. So like for me, when I was brain rewiring, I didn't notice any changes in symptoms or anything like that until like three months of doing it every single day. Yeah. Um, the only things the, what I noticed at first, like in those first three months was I just started feeling happier. And I was like, well, if that's all I'm getting out of this, like whatever, I'm going to keep doing it because I'd rather be sick and happy than sick and miserable. So I kept doing it. And then after about the three month marker, then I started seeing like, oh, my symptoms are disappearing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it was just kind of like a avalanche effect and like the healing really happened quickly after that. Yeah. And I think that that like three month period is so important to be able to like really, really get in there and focus. I feel like, um, do you, I know that you, and I want to talk about how you work with people, but do you feel like a lot of times with brain rewiring at 10, I don't know why I'm struggling with that word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) does it tend to be people that are kind of like at their wits end and they just like, they're like, I'm sick of trying to figure this out or I'm sick of like, doctors not being able to help me. Um, and then they're able to like really focus in on this thing kind of like you did. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people that come to me to learn about it are people who have like, they've tried everything Mm. and like, they're like, you know, you're my only hope type thing. And that's like, because that's what we do, right? Like when we're sick, like we, we get taught, it's like drilled into our brains, like look for external to heal. So like take the medications, do the protocols. Like we're constantly doing all of these external things to heal ourselves instead of going inside. And I think for people to get to like the open-mindedness to realize like it's all internal work, people have to get to like rock bottom typically Mm -hmm. to be open to it. I mean, I know I personally had to hit complete, complete rock bottom to even being open to the concept. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes sense. I think, I think because you're, when you decide to do brain rewiring, you're like working, you're almost like working against yourself. So it's this game that you have to like play with yourself, right? Like you're kind Mm -hmm. of, you're, you're literally 
changing the way that you've always thought into a new way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you're exactly like the old version of you, like your old mind, your old mindset is going to die. Mm -hmm. So like a new one can be rebirthed. And yeah, a lot of, t a lot of days when I was doing brain rewiring, it felt like I was fighting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, because like the old sick you wants to stay there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But then like, you're never going to heal if you can, <laughs> if you stay in that place. So yeah, exactly. So you have to just keep going forward and it's not easy. It's not that it's, it's not that it's complicated. It's very simple to do, but mm -hmm. it's definitely not easy work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you work with people to do this? Yeah. So I run a three month long online program. It's group coaching. Mm -hmm. So I take, I take on, like, I'm currently taking on a, about 30 people around every, I only open enrollment like four times a year. Mm -hmm. So I take around like 30 women each time I open enrollment. Um, and it's a group coaching program. And what I do is I teach them the exact blueprint I use to heal, to self heal myself. Mm -hmm. I teach them that to them over three months through like online video modules. Um, and then we do weekly calls. So we have weekly coaching calls where I'm seeing them every week and like supporting them. And yeah, they get a whole three months of like 24 seven access to support mm -hmm. that way. Like when they're healing, they're not ever feeling alone because you can have the information to heal, but a lot of times people aren't successful with it because they don't have like that support they need um, to keep going. Because a lot of times when you're healing, it feels like you're doing it wrong or it feels like you're not even healing at all and that you're going backwards. And so it's really great to have like a community um, that you can heal along with. So you realize like, hey, my progress is normal. Like it's yeah. normal to still feel like shit when you're healing. And yeah, it's great. And it's so powerful. And I just love working with these women and the, the healing that comes out of my program is just like mind blowing. Really? Yeah. The res yeah. The results are insane. Do you have any stories of people that have come out that you can tell us? Yeah. So like, um, well, for instance, like right now I just started working with, um, cancer people mm -hmm. with cancer and cool. it's going amazingly well. Like their tumors are like shrinking. One of them's tumor is like straight up just disappeared. It's gone. Oh goodness, that's um, yeah, there's one woman who actually, when she started working with me, she could barely speak. Um, mm -hmm. and now she's speaking like clearly and everyone can understand her. Um, wow. yeah, which that one blew me away. Like, because I can see, I see the healing, but to actually hear the healing, I was like, whoa, like yeah. <laughs> I couldn't understand you two weeks ago. And now I can clearly understand you like yeah. what? <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I've had some like really great cases. Like I have one client who was bedridden, um, with Lyme disease and pot syndrome. Mm. And now she's got like her life back. She's working She's like, and she was also, she was only down to eating like a couple different foods because she had such bad food sensitivity. She's eating again. She's working. She's going to music festivals with her dad and like dancing and like got her life back completely. And the, um, like, and these, these stories are like normal. Like mm -hmm. I get people ask me all the time and they'll be like, can you pick like, what's your favorite, like, what's your favorite client story? And I'm like, how? Cause there's <laughs> so many, like, I'm just so excited and like proud of every single one of them.
Yeah. I watched a couple of your, um, like your client videos on your website and they're so, they're so inspiring. Yeah. They're, yeah. I'm so proud of my ladies. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. So, um, like with that, because you were able to start this program, did this all come out of like your own healing, right? Like you, you decided that you wanted to be able to help people. Yeah. Yeah. So once I healed myself, I healed myself in like six months. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I want to be able to help other people. I want to help them heal too. But I also felt like intuitively, I didn't feel like I was ready for it. I was scared Mm -hmm. that if I kind of dove back into that realm of like illness that like it would bring back my own symptoms. And like, I was finally feeling good. And like the last thing I wanted to think or talk about was like being sick. Right. So I took about like a year and, um, did health coaching, but I focused on other things. I taught people like healthy forms of weight loss and stuff like that. Cause I just wasn't ready for it. And then, um, in like October of last year, it just like hit me. I was like, it's time, like it's time to help these people heal. And so luckily what had happened about a year previously when like right after I had healed myself, I was just hanging out and I got this random idea and it was like, it was like, to get, grab a notebook and write down every single thing I had done to heal myself. Mm. And so I did. And then, you know, like shut the notebook and then like forgot about it. And then when it came to me, like in October of last year, like, Hey, now's the time to help people heal. I remembered, Oh my God, I wrote down everything I did in that notebook. So I went, found the notebook. And then that's how I made my program. I made it off of all of the notes I had taken. That's amazing. Like intuition is crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? It guided me. It literally, like it knew my intuition knew like I was going to do this and it was like preparing me like way before I was even aware. Yeah. I, I experienced something similar with that, like almost like a gap year when people take like gap years from college or something like that with like when I felt like I had gotten to a really good place in my healing. I knew that I wanted to help people like start this podcast, do things like that, do my coaching. But I was so terrified that like, again, if I'm like, okay, I've spent all this time like trying to change my mindset around it. And now if I focus on it again, or if I focus on someone else's healing, is that going to like tear away from my own energy? Mm -hmm. So I had to like pull back from it. But same thing. I was like, okay, well I'll try out this podcast thing. I like talked a couple of times and like I interviewed one of my best friends. And then all of a sudden I was getting tons of people that were emailing me to be on my podcast. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like I was so confused by it, but I also needed like that time to realize that like, even though I felt like I was in a good place with my healing, I was like, my bubble wasn't going to like burst and I was going to be sick again as soon as I mm-hmm. thought about it again. Yeah. I completely relate to that. Cause I had all of those same exact feelings and yeah, as long as you give yourself like the time, usually like just to be healed within yourself first, before you go out branching out, trying to help everyone yeah. <laughs> makes it a lot easier. But I know what you mean. Cause like when you do heal, you're immediately like, I need to help others. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I want everyone else to be able to feel this way, especially because I feel like the chronic illness community is like, it's getting better. But when I like first joined it, like just in general, you know, like Facebook groups, Instagram, all that stuff, 
it was so negative. So like I would go there mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know that I want to talk to these people. <laughs> like they're so yeah. negative. And at that time you're so fragile that you don't, you don't want, like you're saying before with like elevating your emotions, you don't want to bring anything in that's going to like bring you down. Um, but then kind of getting to the point where you're like, okay, I'm strong enough to do this. Like I Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where that, where the people, if people come at you upset, it doesn't affect you like it would have earlier. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So how, if people wanted to work with you, when is your program, is it open right now or is it closing? It is. It's actually open enrollment right now for the month of January. Um, and then it opens again in, let me see. It opens again in April. Okay. Um, so I open it four times a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I run my whole business like off of Instagram. Um, yeah. So yeah, like everyone can kind of find out more about the program through um, my Instagram. I'm the Rachel Barber or just at my website. Um, totalhealingprogram.com. That's where like I share more about the program and like I've got testimonial videos up there as well. Enrollment closes like the last day of January. Um, So yeah, it's open for the whole entire month of January. And then we start the new round the first week of February. That's so exciting. So, um, so people can find you on Instagram. They can find you on your website, see any of your testimonial videos. And then hopefully if they're interested, they can work with you. But is there anything, um, and I'll have all these links (laughs) in the blog post in like Mm -hmm. everywhere so they can get to easily, but is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners before? Um, just feel free to reach out. I love giving free support. Like anytime I can, it like makes me so happy. So I love connecting with you all. So don't ever hesitate to like message me for like free advice or support or like anything I can help you with. I would be happy to connect and help you in any way that I can. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great.